Today's episode of the Chad Duke Show is brought to you by Spider Clamp. That's right. We've all been clamped today. If you would like to be the daily sponsor of the Chad Duke Show, it's so easy to fall in love, and it's so easy to sponsor the Chad Duke Show. Just go to chaddukeshow.com, click the Donate tab, slide a C-note over to us, a Hunsky in our direction. You'll become the daily sponsor of the show, just like our guy, Clamp, who is also the MVP of Commonwealth Dry Goods yesterday. He came in and uh, I think... Bought everything, including the hooks on the walls. So much love to you and verbal nod to Spider Clamp. Now, here is a show that's worth exactly how much you paid for it. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickel size hell and the damage can win. We roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kick the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. That's scared of my music. Looking at myself in the camera here, I didn't realize what a fanboy I look like today. Fucking dressed like it's week 15. I'm all ginned up, man. Like, I got up and I was reading about uh, Mark Cooper getting released. I was reading about Tom Brady, like, doing shtick about the fact that he knows goddamn well he's stirring the pot, not saying that he's not not coming back. I was reading about the Bills' new stadium. Uh, we were talking about the clock troubles at the Combine. Uh, Their big tackle from Alabama going one overall to the fucking uh, to the Jaguars. I got all ginned up, so I put on all my football stuff today, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's March. <laughs> I feel like a fucking loser. Evan, ne- Evan Neal looked good, didn't he? Yeah, gee, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> why are anybody? Why are they all avoiding a bench press? The wide receivers or everybody? I thought everybody was avoiding bench press. I, it looked like I don't know. I know a Tulsa receiver said, "Hey, I'm benching. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'll be the only one. I'll wrap out my 14." Well, I think a lot of guys go in there and it's like, "Well, I can do 225 forever, so why wouldn't <laughs> I do that?" But also. I'd skip the whole fucking thing, especially after we see that Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan both said, meh, I'm not even going to go to the combine this year. I don't know. If, if you're going to be a fifth or sixth round guy and you think you're going to do well, I understand it. But if people are speculating that you're going in the top 15, 16, 17 picks, or even the top round and a half, I don't know that I'd be too motivated to go there and get poked and prodded and fucking, I might come up with an excuse to not set out for a lot of that shit. It's a lot of money on the line. If you have, so? if you have, I mean, but it's also a lot of money on the line the other way. Right, I mean, it's a gamble. I, mean, I think about DK Metcalf's insane combine, and he was still the last pick of the the second round that year. Right. If he didn't go crazy in the combine, then maybe he would have been a fourth round pick. That's true. But he's also really good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's I mean, another thing is that he got into the league. You're like, oh right, you're you're amazing, dude. I was looking at they were talking about how um, Terry McLaurin is already 27 years old. Yeah, and so by the time his next contract rolls around, he'll be out of his prime. Like he'll be in the Julio Jones era. 
DK Metcalf is like 24. And so by his second, you know, big ass contract that he signs, he's still going to be in his prime. And like that is a, a storyline. There's a couple of receivers like that in the league right now that's kind of largely been overlooked at the fact that, yeah, they're coming off their rookie deals, but this is going to be it because by the time it's done, they're going to be in their, you know, early to mid 30s. Right. And then the one disappointing thing about DK is that he's been figured out. And he'll still get away with some some of the deep balls, but you got to get the whole route tree with him. And well, that, so he's crazy too, is the problem, right? Like uh, he seems very volatile to me. He's very into DK Metcalf. Right. Is is what the the perception that I get from him? I'm sure you know, hard worker. He's built out of iron. Uh, he looks as he looks as if you're going to say NFL player, just DK Metcalf. That, well, I'm that's sure he's like. carved out of fucking iron. But I mean, there's been plenty. Of, we talked about. You know, Kelly Washington. We talked about David Boston. I mean, I don't, I'm not putting him in the category with those guys, right. but just looking like a fuck. I mean, Laurent Landry w- literally thought he was the Incredible Hulk. Um, I, I I think that all that stuff's good. I remember when um, I was still on the radio when uh, Haskins was drafted by the Redskins, and then uh, he lost all that weight uh, going into his second year. And I said, look, the reason why this is such a big deal is – you can only control what you can control. And if people are looking at you and saying, hey, we think that you have a maturity problem. Hey, we think you're undisciplined. Well, come in yoked up, you know? I mean, right. that, that shows the entire offseason when you could have been fucking eating pudding cups and playing fucking Zelda. You know, you've been in the gym. You've been monitoring your nutrition. I was like, that was something that I thought took as a good sign because I'm like, I don't know if that's going to help him throw the ball any better or read a defense, but he controlled what he could control in the offseason and did something mature. Um, and I always kind of feel that way whenever you see some of those guys that are cut out of granite. But then explain Daniel Cormier, you know? Yeah. Daniel Cormier takes his shirt off. He looks like a guy you'd see in Tyson's Corner fucking shopping for Antani's pretzels. And then he'll just beat you to death. Like, he'll fuck it. There's not anybody in the world he couldn't just maul and throw out of the fucking octagon. So, yeah, that's a lot of genetics, too, looking like that. Right. Um, I mean, but Terry Terry can run routes. And he doesn't – in every year, he hasn't seen – I haven't seen any type of physical regression. I know he still hasn't hit 30. 30 is when we start really seeing it, but it's pretty important to see a consistent line of improvement or staying elite. Uh, then th- th- that's that's a pretty big value for me. He should get paid. Where are you on the Kenny Pickett hands story? I, I know it is very in- – it annoys me. Yeah. I'm going to start by saying I don't like it. It annoys me. But here's the thing. <laughs> they do it for a reason. Right, like, as annoying as it sounds to me, and it also it's coming a year after Joe Burrow kind of had the same, well, two years after the, Joe Burrow had the same thing thrown at him. But I think Warren Sharp's one of the smarter guys uh, that analyzes football. You know that. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of his. Um, out of the 663 quarterbacks with measured hand sizes since 1987, only nine have had smaller hands than eight and a half inches, which is what Pickett's hands were, eight and a half inches. There are no quarterbacks in the NFL currently. With eight and a half or smaller inch hands, there have been none to enter in the last five years. The last successful quarterback with those size hands was who? And I'm asking you, so take that into account with your answer. Um, last quarterback with success with tiny hands. Tiny. It wouldn't be. No. I'll give you a hint. He's controversial. Oh, Michael Vick. Mike Vick. So, look, I don't like that argument. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. It Hand size would not stop me from drafting a quarterback. But it is interesting to see that 
clearly there is something to it. I don't know if there's causality there, but there is some sort of correlation between guys' ability to throw the football well or control the football and their hand size. A lot of people like to throw out the term intangibles uh, when talking about the quarterback position, like, oh, he just has this, you know, that this is a tangible. This right. is something that you're saying, oh, he is in the bottom percentile of the NFL in this, and it's not to his advantage. I couldn't name one advantage to having smaller hands when it comes to throwing a football. Same thing with basketball. If you can't palm with the ball, it's going to be harder to dunk. Palm with the ball, the bang, the bang, bang, a ding, a da, bang, the blue moon. I also think, like, if you're going to be a lock pick and you come in with some big fucking, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? I throw you for a loop there. I was <laughs> palm with the ball, the bang, the dang, dang, the ding, a da, ding, blue moon. Um, I hope we don't get claimed by Spotify because of that, that striking rendition I just did. If you're going to be a lock pick tour. Would it not benefit you to have thin, small fingers? That would help. Right. So, I, I look, I just don't think it's it, it's very, very in vogue right now. Fuck that small fuck you. Like, the small hands eat my ass. But there's a, there's a you know, if you ever, you've palmed the real NFL. Remember, we just did it for our punt passing kick. Yeah. They're fucking hard to throw, man. They're big. They're meaty. They're overinflated. The, the Duke is what they call them. I remember it's a, uh, it's a big fuck. You, yeah. you, you. You really get a hold on one, and we didn't even have the true NFL uh, balls. The college ball, yeah, it's a yeah, little yeah. smaller, right? Yeah, a little smaller, and it's shaped differently. It's not as it's not as fat. It's a little little hey. more slender, so you can really launch Big it. Big boned. The- All right, well, welcome to the show. Uh, it is the it is the free episode of the Chad Duke Show. Of course, we do a weekly show. If you'd like to check it out, chaddukeshow.com. You can go over there and subscribe. Um, I think it's really good. I don't know. I don't like a lot of the stuff that I do. I'm very <laughs> self critical, uh, but I I do think the show that Tor and I do every day is uh, a good one. And uh, we did a fat week. It is a good week for you guys to sign up. We did a big, fat, throbbing, painful, veiny, leaking discharge type of a week this week. Lots of big, long episodes. And then we also did a, <coughs> excuse me, a, um, a 90-minute bonus show. Me and my buddy Loud Goat in tour, we did Fast Sour and Radio. So good week for you to subscribe and uh, check out the whole back catalog. It is all right there for you. Another plug tonight is the Friday Night Hootenanny. That is our free video live show that we do on Facebook and go to facebook.com slash Chad Duke show and watch for free live right now. You don't have to do nothing tour. They just have to show up at seven o'clock. Very excited. My buddy, um, drab t-shirt who of course, longtime producer of the sports junkies, uh, and also former producer of a, a bunch of stuff that I used to do the gridiron. Me and drab used to host the gridiron on KZON at one Oh one five in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it was one of my favorite shows I've ever done. So he'll stop by, hang out with uh tour and I, and uh, we'll do a live show and you can watch it for free. So if you're not doing nothing on a Friday night, join the loser core and uh, be here at seven PM. We will see you then. Sorry for all the uh, the football stuff at the very top, but uh, I'm excited, man, because like we have these islands. You know, I'm not a huge combine fan, right? Like I don't like watching the combine. I don't know most of the players in the combine, right? But it's still everybody talking about football, and it's also kind of, you know, you know when you got a you're like on a a ski do, you're on a jet ski or something, and they're like, sure. look, motherfucker, take it five miles an hour. Out of the harbor, once you get out into the chop, you can fucking open it up. Sure. To me, that's what the combine is to get to the draft. Like, the channel is right there. When you're going across it, throwing your chick off the back, she's bouncing across the waist. <laughs> like, that's the NFL draft. Uh, the combine's kind of getting us out there. The This is a nice 
little pocket because there's oh, we're in the pocket because it's night it, it's kind of the hope time like, sure uh, because you kind of look at oh uh, he did that I'm hoping that we we can get him after the draft we got about a two month stretch where it's just it's all fun the worst uh, maybe no baseball too <laughs> it's it just get it done at least have something on TV here uh, Clay Travis actually th- I thought had a more realistic take than most people who are just going crazy and losing their minds like baseball purists are going to do that but he said look nobody pays attention to baseball until after. Uh, hockey and uh, basketball and the draft are done anyway. Yeah. So it's like, just chill the fuck out. Like, as long as it's here, like when June rolls around, uh, mid to late June, where right. everybody's going to be fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, you know, it, it is nice to just have on. Um, but we, oh, the um, the pocket is nice right now because you just, you have the hope. We can sit in sure. it for a little bit because we want our teams to have the right players and maybe we want to know if the players in free agency are leaving and if, you know, say a player took off half the season for who knows what reason. Right. Are we, is he going to get traded? Is he going to be okay? You know, it's a situation. That's a good point. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was, uh, you're talking about Calvin Ridley. <laughs> I am. I was listening to NFL radio on the way into the shop here today. And, oh, by the way, we're broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes in beautiful downtown Old Town Fairfax, presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival. Guys, if you have no weekend plans, head to Monk's. They got all the beer, all the whiskey. All, and when I, and I say all, they have all of it. They're going to have more than any place you've ever gone. You like tequila, they got all the tequilas. Uh, they got the Classe Azul which I've been told is a big deal, and a great special. So head on out to barbecue, even if you got to drive out there. I'm going to be driving out there this weekend myself. It's a great weekend spot. Uh, but I was driving in here to the Fortress of Solid Dudes tour, and they were talking about – I felt so bad for you. Um, they're talking about the Falcons and how they're just horrible. And uh, they were going through the fact that the Falcons, had they known that Calvin Ridley was going to do what he did, they would have had the opportunity to draft Jamar Chase instead of Kyle Pitts. Uh-huh. And uh, – just said what a difference that would have made. Oh, yeah, it probably would have. Potentially on the future of the, the organization. And look, Kyle Pitts, I, I know that we thought he was underwhelming at times, but if you go back and you look at the season he had for a rookie, wasn't that bad. It's the number one target. Yeah, by yards. far. Um, and I think he's going to be a stud, but Chase looks like he's going to be a top three receiver in the league for 10 years. Who's going to stop that dude? No one stopped him. I mean, have you found anybody yet? Because no one's done it yet. Jesus, I, I'm still waiting around. I guess Jalen Ramsey did a pretty good job in the Super Bowl, right? Oh, he got torched. Oh, did he really? He, he, even on the because I this, thought he did okay. Uh, I don't remember now. Even on the uh, I was so drunk. The, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was drunk and angry, so I, oh, I, just waving your arms. But um, I guess on that final play when the when the Ram when Burrow threw the uh, the incompletion on fourth down or yeah. whatever, um, Jamar Chase put Ramsey on his ass down the sideline. So if Burrow had like I don't know a half a second more. It would have been bombs over Baghdad, game over, walk it off in SoFi. Uh, let me take a look here. He had eight targets, five receptions, 89 yards. He averaged 17.8 yards per catch. Not bad. Yeah. Definitely not dominant. That's about as good as you can do against that kid, though, I think. Rookie campaign tour, 81 receptions, 1,455 yards, 13 <laughs> touchdowns. Dude. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a yardage apologizer. Like, sure. Just because it's a big number, I like seeing the big number. Well, also 17-game season. The touchdowns. Look, you got to score the touchdowns. And wide receivers getting double-digit touchdowns. That needs to be given so much respect. And he, he almost touched uh, he almost touched 20. So I think that's going to hurt Julio in his final legacy time. I mean, Makes my, my Ryan doesn't throw touchdowns. He throws the ball, but he doesn't throw touchdowns. Right. Well, um, 
It's also interesting to see what happens with Amari Cooper in the wake of how in effect. I mean, it's completely different players, but big name receiver, twilight of their career, did not go well for Tennessee this past year. I wonder what the market is going to be for Cooper. For, for Cooper, we're getting a guy that is going to be able to get open. He can be an NFL wide receiver. He's not going to flash, right? You know, he's not going to he's not going to be someone that just is a game breaker. None of that. But if you need an option. He's a guy that you could put out there and not have to worry about. Dallas also really struggled somehow when they with all those receivers. Like you would feel like I just remember the greatest show on turf where like one week Isaac Bruce would go for eleven catches and then yeah. Tory Holt would have six catches for a buck forty and then Oz Akeem's coming out of nowhere and then Ricky Prohl's catching fucking two touchdowns in a game. They they got the ball to everybody. It was always one of the biggest problems you had with the Patriots. It's like, well, they never had a lineup of wide receivers like what the Dallas had, but every single week, some of them, it's like they couldn't figure out a way to get the ball. Gallup would go for weeks, and you know, you just wouldn't hear anything from him. Cooper was like that. In 2020, uh, Amari Cooper, 92 catches, 1,114 yards, um, only five touchdowns. He did have eight touchdowns last year, but if you're looking at his career... Like it's it's not like he's completely fallen off a cliff, right? Um, he's resuscitated himself. He had back to back almost twelve hundred years in nineteen and twenty. So I don't know. Um, he he's not as old as you think he is either. I think he's gonna be what fucking twenty eight by the time the season rolls around. Yeah, the Cowboys are weird because they have all the best weapons that you could ask for, and then they keep on throwing the ball to Dalton Schultz, right? And trying to make him a thing. Uh, and by the way, he's a thing. You ever play against someone that hasn't been fantasy? It'll God. infuriate you. It, I think I, I think I was twice this season. I was up like twenty four points, and the motherfucker had Dalton Schultz, and I lost. Just sneaky, like catches two touchdowns. He all have like three catches for sixteen yards and two touchdowns it, on a Monday night, and you want to hang yourself. It's infuriating to see that because you're like, Here, oh, here's CD Lamb, and CD Lamb a crazy acrobatic catch, and then CD Lamb third and eight drop ball. You know, and Cowboys or, fans can't or stand it. on the eleven yard line. CD Lamb on the sidelines, fucking uh, drinking goddamn Gatorade, right? Which is crazy. Um, the other part about it that is, uh, I, I was reading. Um, I, I think we talked about this on Thursday's episode. Everybody was giving. Washington shit because they allegedly called every team in the league about their quarterback. And they're like, well, why the fuck would you call uh, the, the Kansas City about Pat Mahomes or the Bills about Josh Allen? Like, why not? Like, wh why wouldn't I call there? I don't know what's going on behind the scenes in San Diego. They missed the playoffs again. Maybe they're looking at Justin Herbert in a completely different way than I'm looking at Justin Herbert. Maybe I call and say, hey, I got two first round picks. And someone says, yeah, okay, cool. You know, you, you, you never know. I couldn't believe the amount of people taking their fucking... Look, trust me, Was the Washington commanders deserve to get shit on about a Googleplex amount of issues. But them calling every... I, I, want my, I want my general manager, unless I have Aaron Rodgers or unless I have Pat Mahomes, I want him doing that every year. If I'm Tennessee and I got Ryan Tannehill, call everybody you think has a quarterback that you would want. Call them and see what's going on. What's the deal? How you feeling? Is everything copacetic? Do you need some draft picks? Are you looking to turn the page? You never know when you're going to stumble into a Matt Stafford-like situation. It's enraging to think that somebody wouldn't appreciate a person doing their due diligence at it's their job where they're supposed to know everything about every player in the NFL. Yeah, Do your due diligence. That's what you want. You want a quarterback at Washington? You want a veteran quarterback? Let them go feel out the market and what every team is sitting with. And then maybe you can make a decision on who you think you can realistically get, who you might have to reach for, who you might be able to steal. 
So you need to know the situation of everybody, even if that means your big board, you got 32 quarterbacks right here, you got six X's at the top of it. Fine. Then Fine. you have six X's. But also, in two years, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You've already put that phone call into that dude. You kiss his ass. You, you lavish. If I found out my general manager wasn't doing that, I'd be pissed off and I was a football fan. That's one of those that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm no longer supporting that team is I used to read those fucking stories and I'm like, if that was any other franchise doing that, they wouldn't be getting the shit kicked out of them right now for doing it. That's a smart way to go about your business. A couple of things. Uh, we got some fun segments for you today, including I gotta say, um I've had a shitload of fun that we've been doing the the Chad Duke show for um over a year now. And a lot of great memories, a lot of fun shows. The Ant-Man and Monk getting their head shaved hoot nanny that is a, a week old now. I think it's one of my... I don't even know if that is one of my favorite shows tour as the Monday afterwards when we were recapping yeah. everything and both those bald weirdos were sitting in here fucking staring at us. Uh, just a shitload of fun. And I know that's... Uh, part of that is the one of the... Speaking of football, our Super Bowl bets getting paid off and everybody's shaving their heads and eyebrows. Um... That's one of the segments people are going to get this week. Yeah, Monk's saying that he's had startled his wife multiple times right. because she couldn't recognize him. He definitely didn't startle her into some boonda, from no. what I heard. I, I heard that didn't happen. Jesus Christ. I uh, Well, you know, I only know what he told me. Yeah. Um, so we got that. Uh, I wanted to address something that happened yesterday on the show. Uh, so I, more than one person seemed, I'm going to say, turned off. I made some comments yesterday because uh, Ant Man was in here for the BMI. He did a great job. Um, I we, we bust his balls, and it's sometimes he has gets a little flustered, and we like to bust his balls about that. But even that's very entertaining. But I I like it when he comes in here prepared, and I like it when he's uh, you know locked in, and, he, and it's one of the stronger segments of the week. Yeah. As he was leaving yesterday, he mentioned that uh, our buddy Hot Man Ted had invited him and Smokey Mountain Joe Tannehill to the Capitals game last night. I didn't see it. The Capitals win. Uh, I think they won four nothing. Did they really? Well, I'm, I'm so glad. Perhaps they go to. Well, I know that Ted's a big Carolina Hurricanes fan, and I think that's why they went in the first place. So that makes me happy that his team got crushed. So um, I I, uh, I I admitted to the fact that I was kind of I don't know. I guess the word hurt is not the word. Bummed out. I was kind of bummed out that uh, they were all going to do something, and I was not included. And I. I know how that sounds, um, and I know how I am. I'm I'm caustic. I'm very difficult to get along with. I leave bodies in my wake. I'm, I'm very in tune to my. I've always said that when people want to confront me with my weaknesses, I'm like, look, you're you're not as in tune to my weaknesses as I am. <laughs> like I am very very uh, in touch with them. But I also think that the type of radio that's best to do is a type where you're honest and you admit things that you normally. I don't think a lot of hosts would like I don't think Elliot in the morning or you know go down the list of political fucking debutantes I don't think a lot of them are willing to talk about their insecurities and their deficiencies and their man tits and their fucking you know their issues with their parents the way that all the shows that I listened to growing up would it's it's why I love Stern and Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez and all those Don and Mike and all those shows Ron and Fez probably not the best example just because Ron you, you didn't know anything about Ron for almost that entire run of that show. Right. But Fez, you certainly did. Uh, and Eastside Dave, you certainly did. A lot of the characters <laughs> on the show, you certainly did. Um, so people didn't like it. And uh, a lot of people, uh, not a lot, but more than one, took the time to point out, like, maybe why that was. You shit on hockey all the time. Fuck you. I'm like, well, all right, that's true. I don't like hockey. Why would anyone want to hang out with you? You're a fucking asshole. Look at the way you treat your friends. I'm like, okay, I get that. But, like, 
I was just kind of trying to be honest at the moment that it bummed me out that I, you know, had nothing to do that night, and it would have been nice to receive the invitation. Do you think that would have been better something not to share? Because it felt like maybe a lot of people didn't enjoy hearing that. It was fine to share. It was I enjoyed it because it was an honest in the moment. This happened real time. Sure, like it was. Oh, like, it was funny for everybody else. I thought it's not like it said. Before the show, he tore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt Dukes here. Yeah, you, I'm gonna pull the rug out. I, I got a long play here. Just you, just sit here and wait. He, he didn't do that, so it was. So just he had a, no idea. It was just an honest drop, and then I'm sitting here like, oh shit. Well, the way the conversation <laughs> happened was, I was saying, man, you know, I've invited Joe out to two or three things like over the past couple of weeks, and he's, you know, doesn't pick up his phone, or he's always got an excuse. And, and then Ant Man said, me and Ted are going to the game. He invited Joe. I think he's going too. Like he played it so perfectly. If you wanted to wound, and that's what I think was so funny about it. Like if you wanted to hurt somebody's feelings, he played it perfectly. But that dope had no idea he was doing it, which which made it even more entertaining. I told you that story to tell you this one. I, I'm fine, by the way. I, I hope the boys had a great time, and I understand why I wasn't invited to the Capitals game. Um, I was doing my gaming stream last night. Uh, oh, okay, by the way, for being honest, I got written up one time for saying I was the lowest rated uh, show on the radio station. Uh-huh. Because I guess sponsors started calling and the boss was upset. They're asking if I was going to be fired and shit. He's like, could you stop saying that? I was like, well, I don't know. I remember Don and Mike handing out pins that said 17th rated in men 25 to 54 when they had a shit book, you know? That's great. It's fucking great stink, right? (laughs) Like, it's fine to be braggadocious, but I also think when you you stink, it's better to address it. I always remember Norton whenever they were talking about another radio show, and he's like, what do you think? I'm worried that you're going to go listen to that show. He goes, go listen to it and enjoy it. He's like, if that's what you love, <laughs> love it. And, and he would talk about Howard. He's like, I don't even care if we lose to Howard. He's like, I don't want to lose the time in mornings uh, going to afternoons. He goes, I want people to be able to listen. It means nothing to me if I lose to Howard Stern. Yeah. And I try, I try to feel the same way about that. So um, I had the lowest, the worst stream. I, I think I did a good gaming stream last night, but it was the least attended gaming stream I've ever done, which was a bummer. But the randos, the randos, the regulars were there, and we had fun. Was able to uh, talk with the guys and play some games and shoot the shit. That's always a good thing. But in the middle of the fucking uh, round, uh, Sam Harbaugh was doing his bit where, you know, he's kind of walking that line between being unfunny and insulting. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, he was like, why, the, why, something to the effect of, why would anyone invite you to a hockey game? All you do is shit on hockey or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I know, I know, I understand that. So he goes, well, I got tickets to the Foo Fighters. Do you want to go see the Foo Fighters? And I was like, well, thank you, Sam. I do appreciate the invite. I appreciate that. Uh, and then this morning. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was I thought he was sticking it up, right? I was positive he was sticking it up, actually. Sure. Um, but that was not the case. I woke up this morning, and it says, hey, this is not a bit. Do you want to see the Foo Fighters with me? <laughs> Merriweather Post Pavilion on the lawn. And it's Monday, May 16th. Two days after our event? Yes. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was like, I can't. Now, look, at first, thank you for the invite. Like, I I think he's serious. And if so, I appreciate the invite. I do not like the Foo Fighters. Um, I will not sit in the lawn. And I will not drive to Merriweather Post Pavilion. I mean, that is an O for three as far as a fucking banger for Dukes to go do. But I guess, technically, I was bitching and moaning about I wasn't going to drive downtown. I don't have a, a, a passport or whatever to get into the fucking the Verizon Center. And uh, 
it was a school night. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I want. <laughs> but I did read that goddamn message. And I, I, I laughed to myself a little bit because I'm like, the Foo Fighters, Merriweather on a Monday after, a, after our event on Saturday. I was like, that is the perfect storm of the worst possible considerations to go do something. That still is probably the nicest thing Sam Harbaugh's done online, though. Well, if, I mean, if it's yeah, a genuine like, offer. I mean, know. he subscribes. So that's yeah. pretty nice. He's a Facebook supporter. That's pretty nice. But as far as the way he conducts himself online, yes, I would completely agree. And I do believe that he was serious. And I do thank him for the invitation. But the confluence is just perfect. It's just fucking perfect. It'd be like if someone said, hey, Dukes, there's a soccer game uh, at Gallaudet. You want to fucking, there's no place to park, by the way. Do you want to drive downtown and we'll walk three miles to go see some professional soccer? I don't know exactly what you do after our live events. Right. I normally just go home and then drink two beers and fall asleep That's on the That's exactly what I do the day <laughs> of. And then the next day, I try not to hang myself because I'm just like second guessing everything and going over everything that took place and wondering if people had fun and then saying, well, I'm never going to do this again. And then uh, by Monday, I'm kind of coming around to, okay, everything's fine, and I have a little bit more perspective. Yeah. But also, we would have a show. So I guess what I would do is, now I'm just shitting all over the guy for fucking inviting me, which I said I was upset that Ted didn't do. I guess I would finish the Monday show and then immediately get in the car to drive to Merriweather to meet old Sam Harbaugh because you know what the traffic is like around the Beltway uh -huh. going up to that side on a, on a, on a school night. So it was a wild DM to get, brother. And thank you, Sam. I do appreciate that. Uh, do you want to try these uh, Carolina Reaper guys? Oh, we want to do that today? Well, why wouldn't we? Okay. We got time, don't we? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't got to leave for a couple of you. So these were dropped off to the, I got, I'm to gonna the try shop. To, I'm going to try to find the name of the, the gentleman that dropped off. Yeah, but, uh, the bit where people drop off snacks to Commonwealth Dry Goods is a pretty good bit. I do like that bit. Um, so yesterday we were in the studio and then um, we were hanging out after the show a little bit. Oh, Doug Cook. Oh, Cook. Oh, I like me some Doug Cook. I do like Doug Cook too. He's one of our bestest listeners. He dropped off these uh, these snacks for us at Commonwealth Dry Goods. They're the uh, the hers Carolina Reaper cheese curls. Love cheese curls. Love hers. Love Carolina Reaper. And now these are the same fashion cheese curls, I believe, that were the Stubbs barbecue cheese curls that we had. That had to get passed along like the pair of magic pants because yeah. everybody would subsequently destroy them. I think we gave them what, the pair of magic pants. Are you talking about the Yaya sisterhood and the traveling pants? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> I thought about? thought they passed the pants along, right? Who, who does? The, the girls in the book. So you're making... <laughs> Where are the, the traveling cheese curl so you, I just want to make sure. So you haven't seen Ace Ventura, but you've seen Yaya Sisterhood and the Traveling Pants? No, I haven't seen it. I, that's just the, the spark note one thought I oh, have. Oh, I'm Steve. <laughs> By the way, who's going to be able to wear your traveling pants? <laughs> well, they could probably travel on their own at this point. That's true. They can inflate it with air and fly back to Kansas. I see you are wearing the wigwam though today. Oh, I thought it was, it was chilly out. Today. It is chilly out. Today. Good wigwam day. <laughs> um, but hers, I think you and I would agree to it. We don't agree on everything, but hers, yeah. superior snack brand. And then uh, an underrated cheese curl. I know the Uts gets a big pop. They do. And then uh, I like Uts. Cheetos cheese curls eh. and cheese puffs are very middling for me. They every uh, once in a while they'll throw a variant out there that I uh, that I enjoy. Right. But I also don't like the format. I like the cheese puff more than I like the Cheeto, whatever that fucking thing is. And also, you had those dots fucking cheese curls over my shop. Yeah, those were like, uh, what's the what's the word? Artisan. 
Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's a great way to describe it. That's what they were like. But also, if imagine if someone said, "Here is a Cheeto. Here's something that's seventy five thousand times better than a Cheeto that looks exactly like it." You have you more know? dust, better crunch. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but the hers cheat, they do a great job on. I would say the ridges potato chips, standard potato chips, and. Uh, Cheese curls. I, I don't think anyone's doing them any better right now. Yeah, hers is on top of their game, and I, I I'd say my one seed is still Uts across the board. Okay. I think their barbecue is fantastic. So one of this one's actually got some heat on it though. That's another problem that we always have is things claim to be spicy and they're not. Yeah, um, I see the big extra hot graphic, which is on a lot of uh, things that we've tried that haven't been necessarily extra hot. I guarantee those aren't extra hot, but. I trust hers more than I trust any other brand that we're going to rip it. Certainly more than Wendy's. Right. Do you remember those Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich? Were those Pringles? God, Good. those were fucking disappointing. I know Ant-Man brought in a, a spicy chicken sandwich. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at these. Thank you for not sticking your uh, your finchers into the bag. Of course. All right, let's take a look. Okay. Right, give them a sniff test. Yeah. Right, let's take a look at these nutrition facts. Okay, these are fucking horrible for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. How can these be this bad for you when there's... They're mostly air, Tor. They're made right. That's why. I guess. I mean, they have so many carbs, so much fat. <laughs> the sodium is through the roof. When it comes to the heat, it's off the charts. The Carolina Reaper is around 1,500,000 Scoville units. Yeah, but you ain't cooking. They're not cooking. I'm tired of the Scoville shit. Everybody. You want the Scoville, you do the, the little turbo and tell me about Scoville. What's the little turbo? The little gummy that we had for the third Oh, my show. God. I forgot about that. That thing almost killed you. No, Lil Nitro was oh, Lil the name Nitro. of that. Lil Nitro, the world's, <laughs> the world's hottest gummy bear. Yeah. Have you watched some of the videos of people throwing those things into like a bag of gummy bears that people are eating? And just have I'd them. I'd kill a motherfucker if they oh did that Oh, my God. If I lived through it. There we go. Oh, man. These are fucking great. I mean... Dude, why aren't hers on every shelf in America? Like, why is it? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, shoplifted. This is a fucking... Yeah. God damn, that's a banger. This is like a first ballot snack. Holy too many, shit. Too many layers to break down. Dude, first of all, verbal nod to hers. What there has got to be some kind of this Holy shit, hold on. Yeah. Oh. I'm feeling it up. up you got the, the little tingle? On the on the scalp a little bit. Oh yeah. god. I had five curls. And um I love spicy food. By the fifth curl, it is backing up with some serious <laughs> fucking heat. But they're delicious also. See the, here, oh, th these could be a fucking problem. Because they're so good. That I would want to smash that whole bag in one sitting very easily. But then I think you might be in some fucking trouble, Tor, with the amount of heat that thing's packing. I'm, my head's starting to sweat a little bit. Holy shit. It's cleaning out my sinuses. Um, I, I don't know how that's not a five. It, it says Carolina Reaper. I mean, you know it's going to be hot, so I can't dock at any points for being too spicy. If those were just spicy cheese, that is what a spicy cheese curl should taste like. Yeah. It should be spicy. Uh, but what this would kill Ant-Man. Oh, but, but 
if we were going to only bring in snacks that he could eat, then we're just bringing in a big tub of fucking cake icing, I, and he's sticking his fingers into it. I also think most of the population is closer to him when it comes to the spice. Don't scale. rank it for the mouth breathers. Rank it for real people. Oh, this is the Randy Johnson here. Yeah. It's... It's the big unit. It's exactly. It's got all tools. All the tools you need. Five. This is the Vanderlei Silva. This is the axe murderer of cheese curls. Um, it's exactly what it says it is. The the curl is perfect. The the, the flavor is delicious. The heat is impact it's a five. That's a five. Were the barbecue ones a five? They were a five for me. I don't know that anyone's ever gone back to back five as long as I've been reviewing snacks on all the different shows I've done it on. Now, I still haven't had their regular cheese curls. I've had the the barbecue and these. I've never seen them. They have God a hor- damn. they have a horseradish and cheddar uh, potato chip that would it would change your life. If anybody sees those, please send a bag here to the studio. Um, those are a ten. I want to send a bag to Fan of Radio because I feel like he would definitely appreciate that because he likes heat and he likes hers. I, I can we get somebody from the hers? Seriously, put an email into hers and see if someone will come on the show. We'll do. I gotta know what they're up to. How do they get everything right? And I hate to ask this. Sometimes I'll be interviewing a band and I almost I have to stop myself from asking, "Why aren't you bigger?" You know, like I mean, I always mean it as a compliment. Like yeah. it's like you're good, talented enough and and good enough to where you have should have a larger audience. Um, but I feel that way about hers. Like I want to find out whatever this Frito Lay cabal is that keeps because I guarantee it. there's some sort of giant cock block. Where Frito Lay is keeping them out of fucking places because they have to know that this product is better than anything they're putting out there. Dude, I don't even think it's close. I don't even think. But you know what it is? I think you made the point. Lay's dumb people that don't like flavor. They can just sit there and eat plain Lay's for the rest of their lives. This yeah. is a shitload of flavor. God, that's damn. an impressive cheese cheese puff cheese curl. <sighs> Boy, I tell you what, man. Sometimes that just puts me in a good mood. Yeah, knowing that cheese curl is out there. If you appreciate snacks, this is one you'd need to really search out. I if, completely agree. If you agree. truly appreciate them, if you, and you know if you are or if you're not, if you're if you're someone that doesn't care uh, what you're what you're eating snack wise, all power to you. But I, if I could also throw this out there, if you don't like spicy snacks, this isn't for you. But also, if you don't like spicy things, keep it to yourself. That, yeah. That's another weird bit that people that like they just eat plain things and boiled meat. They really love telling you how much they don't like spicy food, right? Which I don't understand because isn't that just flavor? Basically, you don't see me sitting here drinking fucking sriracha. It's not my life, but I, I want, I want, I want to, I want to be awake when I'm fucking eating the goddamn food. I want to fucking feel something. Oh, yeah, I want to, I want to remember, remind me that I'm still on this planet. You fucking, uh, <laughs> that we're still here. You want to see your own blood? Let you know you're still human. That's right. Cut me, cut me, Tor. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> what our old line coach would always say. Oh really? Yeah. You're bleeding. It means you're human. It's not bad. Also, also, you got a lawsuit. <laughs> uh, also, Tor, you're traumatized for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Who did more to you, your dad or him? Or did more to oh, that guy did a number. That hurt you. Oh God! You'll never be the same. He. Uh... <laughs> we should have that. We should have that guy on the show. That dude. I want to talk to that. He's dude. a really smart dude. He went to like Northwestern and got. He did all that fun, cool shit. But and it, I'm waiting for the butt. He's a fucking. <laughs> he's a little wound up. That's what I'm saying. Is. This certainly is what is. I want my coaches to be. By the way, why not? If you're coaching <laughs> offensive line, you got to have a different mentality. <laughs> um. Quickly, I, I'm go, I'm about to go see. Um, it has it's the Batman, by the way. Tour, it's not Batman. Yeah, the Batman, just like it's the Suicide Squad, right? I I don't know. Something happened where you have to put the Matrix, like you have to put the in front of something, and then it gives it more like gravitas, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people that don't understand what spoiler means is, and these are a guy tried to do it. Or I, I, I 
I he was in the gaming chat last night. I called him out, not by name. And he was there, and he knew I was talking about him. So he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just using you as an example. You don't have to be sorry. Nobody knows this. Right. It, can... It's like the big guy thing with fat people. If you call a fat person big guy, it's it's a pejorative. I just want people to know that. It's invective. Yeah, you can stick that thing on the top of the back of your trunk and just let it be, you know, yourself. What do you mean? What the fuck are you talking about? Spoiler joke. Oh. Oh. Oof. Goodness gracious. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's just awful. Oh, God. You stink, Tor, you stink. That was, that was just... Now this doesn't rock. Oh, my God, this oh. sucks. This not for me. Oh, shit. This not for me. Just walk away. Oh. This not for me. I, there's no air left up here. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody just opened the airlock and sucked oh, the alien out fuck. into the fucking abyss. God Damn. bless. Wow. Zero. <laughs> you get nothing. You lose. Oh, boy. Boy, that was bad. That was real bad. Um, I don't even know. Where were we? Spoilers and Batman. The, the spoilers on the bad. top of the... You just put that right on the... What did you say again? We just put it right on the back of the fucking trunk with that spoiler. You know what the Humpty Dance is, hey, man? I do. It's your chance. You move and dance. Oh. oh. Oof. My chest hurts. You're going to blow all your air out so your lungs it's don't just... explode when the fucking... Ooh. Vacuum comes. I think I just got the bends. Usually you have to be in fucking scuba diving to get that. I think that joke did to me. I'm going to need you to isolate that for Monday's show, please. A lot of people don't listen to the Friday show. Um, Just quickly, I, I don't want to sit here, and, especially in the wake of all that. I assume all of you are in the fetal position under your fucking, this fucking, whatever the tornado alarms are going off in your hometown. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, hurry, a joke! George about to make a funny, get out of the fucking the root cellar! Cow goes flying by. <laughs> Bill Paxton and fucking Helen Hunt driving their Dodge Ram in your front yard. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> if you go on the internet, right, and let's say you got a bunch of Facebook friends, and let's say you've sent some Facebook friend requests, people that did not request you, and you put, oh, the Batman was fucking amazing. You're not going to believe the cameo in it. This is fuck. Those are spoilers. Those are spoilers. And also, for those of us that actually, I take the precautions tour. I've... Stop going to movie blogs. I'm not even really all that into this movie. I, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I haven't liked anything DC has done since, I think, the Nolan uh, trilogy. But I, I'd like to go in unfettered because it's a big cinematic thing, and I'm a movie fan. And uh, it, it's just people that are going on Thursday afternoon. Like, you're not even letting us... Now Now it's not even... We can't have the weekend to see this fucking movie. It used to be, hey, if you don't want the movie spoiled, go on Friday. Which, by the way, that's what I'm doing. Um... Now you can't even do that because these nudniks that don't have a fucking job and these clickbait fucking movie bloggers, all they give a fuck about is themselves. You didn't create this entity. You didn't fucking put three or four years into it. You didn't build up all of the fucking success of the Batman franchise to make people interested in a movie like this. Jesus fucking Christ. We did a story on Thursday's show about people who are mad at AMC for raising the prices of Batman. Well, at least they're not ruining the product for me. At least if it's a good movie, I'm going to walk out saying, I don't care that I paid an extra buck fifty for that. Right. 
ah, it just drives me nuts that we still have to have that conversation with you. That they don't understand that just because you don't give away the ending of the movie, that you're influencing the way people are going to think about it walking into the goddamn theater. Yeah, I don't know if other people have that where you could just flush everything as soon as you walk in. Normally, if I get 30 minutes into a movie, yeah, and I'm if it's compelling enough, then everything else kind of washes out of me. I can turn off my 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 brain a little bit, just go into into dumb dumb mode and just, dumb dumb mode and just fucking watch the movie and, and kind of forget everything I read on Twitter. At some point, I'm going to need to hear more about when you go into dumb dumb mode because I don't think you get out of it. It, it's happened, the it happened about three minutes ago. <laughs> Dumb dumb mode engaged. <laughs> trying to punch now, my tell jokes. Tell this bumper joke to Dukes and all of the listeners. I'm definitely gonna get my dick sucked for this. <laughs> all right. Oh, another reason to subscribe to the show this week is that you get to hear the uh, the genesis of this. You know what the Humpty Dance is, hey, man. I do. It's your chance. Move the dance. But also, uh, Young Tor got some Boonda and picked up a uh, new nickname, uh, Three Ten to Boonda. So. You get all the details of that on this week's show. Does your Boonda story come up here on the uh, on some of these segments we're going to play? No, it does not. Oh, speak. Right. There was one member up here that day that was making it a little too much about himself. Was that Money Monk? I'm not going to name names. All right, let's not name names. Let's uh, let's see the lineup. Here. Oh, the pre-spreading segment. Oh, Jesus. All right, finish your fucking Carolina Reaper cheese curls before you listen to that. And then uh, our buddy DJ Grimy actually sent in a couple of show songs for us to uh, review. Some really good stuff. We will meet you back on the other end of it. It is the Chat Dukes show. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. Friendos, it's Shoed for M.W. Burke Incorporated. Licensed and shirt and bonnet in the state of Virginia. They got 20 years in the industry. Happy to have them back on board as a sponsor of the Chad Duke Show. They do such tremendous work. Money Monk is using them for projects. My brother had them build a wet bar in his house. They do kitchens. They do bathrooms. They do basements, painting, all of it. Whole house remodel or just a refresh of a room that you want to look better. I'm currently having them refresh my basement. I got a Zoom call with Lisa coming up. I'm picking up... Uh, uh, cow skulls. Very excited. That's a very exciting Zoom conference call to have. They'll take care of the complete process from design to the permits to the final walkthrough. They're going to take all of the hassle off of your plate again. They did my whole kitchen. Knocked down a wall. There was load-bearing structures. I wanted an island. I wanted an ice maker. I wanted all this shit. A wine fridge. They did it all, and it was spectacular. You can see pictures uh, on my Instagram if you like. Go to mwburk.com. they got pictures up there, too. Book yourself a complimentary consultation to view some of their work. Really good people. They're a married couple. Uh, they're in business together. I respect the shit out of that. Um, and when you're booking a consultation on mwburk.com, make sure you click Chad Duke sent me, because I did. Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night hoot nannies. God, where to begin? So last time we were all here together, there was absolute fucking bedlam. Um, I don't even know how to really... Because I feel like in radio, we've probably all heard like head shaving bets, right? Like bigger bets than that. Guys getting tattoos, boxing matches, all the crazy wacky radio shit. I think, and Tori, you were giving Monk shit for this. 
But I think one of the reasons why it was so successful is you knew how badly he didn't want it to happen. Yeah, and it was we knew even earlier that day how badly he didn't want it to As happen. As he tried to finagle his way out of the bag. He was trying to he wheel tried to finagle his <laughs> way out of the bag. <laughs> negotiating, negotiating. That was embarrassing, man. Did no. you, are you, now that it's all said and done, you see how much joy you brought everyone. Are you a little embarrassed how hard you were trying to get out of it? No. <laughs> right, I, I was shocked when you were reading the text message. Did you fucking believe that? I, I mean, could not a, believe of, he was trying to get out of like it. Monk's the type a of guy worth that... Of whiskey. What's that? There's <laughs> a year's worth of free whiskey. I, I understand that, but it cost you nothing. You would just have stolen it out of your fucking uh, billionaire business <laughs> partner's coffers. We, we would have looked like frauds. We would have looked... We would have lost listenership, I think. And think it, about... I, I'm fine with people knowing I'm an alcoholic. Imagine if I would stoop to that level. Can you fucking yeah, imagine what people would think of me? And I love... I love I love bourbon. I love ice cream. That was fucking ridiculous what you did. And now in light of it, I'm a little disappointed because you saw how happy everybody is and you still don't regret doing that. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, I, it did bring joy to a lot of people. Jesus All weekend, Christ. I'm looking at the memes. and the, uh, <laughs> Dude. I got people walking up to me at, like at work uh, By the showing way, me the Monk memes. Is, Monk is those like, two Spider-Men pointing at each other. There's so many goddamn memes of them at this point. Yeah, it's People I haven't heard from in years are texting me. Oh, like, good. hey, bro, you know. They you say kind great. things, nice things. No. <laughs> no, I look like a clown. But Do you know who put you over huge? Who? Headlock Gaming. I So I got on his fucking stream on Sunday. He goes, Dukes, I meant to tell you on Sunday. I don't know if Monk will want to hear this, but he's totally pulling that look off. And I just went, oh, yeah. I went, really? With three <laughs> exclamation points afterwards. I got a lot of Dana White, which I was like, man, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. good. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. If you did a sit-up, maybe look just like him. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. That <laughs> yeah, sounds terrible. Um well, so Monk is uh he's here now. And I gotta say though, I, I knew this was gonna be the way of it tour. The beard, I would say, is a third of the way back already. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. you, it was pale in the moonlight on Friday night, and now it's all... It's fucking amazing. It's just, okay, now it's covered up again. <laughs> There's a picture. I have it as my cover photo on Facebook right now. It is Ant-Man and Monk's bald faces, like, just being <laughs> yeah. shoved into the camera. <laughs> and it is my favorite picture of all time now. Because they both look happy. I don't know if they are happy in that moment, but they're right. at least pretending to be. I think you were... I was shoot worried the first couple of, like... Um, you know how the moon like waxes and wanes and phases, yeah. like the many phases of Monk's face on Friday night. There was a couple of them where he's half Comstock and he uh, he just looks rip shit pissed. And I'm like, oh man, what if he's really not enjoy like having any? Like I didn't want you to enjoy it, but right. I thought at least be you know a fun evening for everybody. But you looked really upset for a while. I was uh, I was upset, but I, w- I was able to to beat it back, you know, and just you know for the good of the group, have some fun. Um, I think it doesn't help that Tor, every time we, we made eye contact, he starts giggling and laughing and pointing fingers and all that stuff. Why would that you know, be He Tor? just couldn't he couldn't keep it in his pants. Too much for you? It might have been a little too much for <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, you were you were two seconds into trimming his beard and you couldn't keep it together. I mean, he was so happy. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I, that is the longest, by the way, I've ever seen Tor happy. I've yeah. never seen him yeah. that happy because even when he's like playing, you know, he's into playing foosball or billiards or whatever, he's mad the whole time. Yeah. Like he has, even when he wins, he's not enjoying himself. Because no. I should have won by more. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Did you win it all against Monk? No. Oh, all right. I just, make, I just want to double check. But you were happy virtually from tape to tape during that episode, especially when you were laughing so hard you almost couldn't take the first swipe out of his beard. Well, it's because it it feels good when the bit is actually getting pulled off, when it all okay. comes together and you're like, oh, he's in the chair, we have the the, 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 tr- the clippers, we got everything right. that we need. My hand's on his dick. It's, a, it's all, it's all going as it should be. <laughs> sure. And then 
when when it exceeds expectations of what it's going to be it really below did. the beard and yeah. it, it was it was a little too much for me the uh there, there's one picture of tor on uh i think it's on our instagram at chaduk show where he looks like jigsaw going after like a victim <laughs> barbed wired to fucking have you seen that picture yeah how intense you look and you can't really tell it's um hair clippers right like it could be like a hot poker or something like i have no idea but you're so fucking like locked in on ch- and then monk's head's kind of cocked back a little bit and you, i got you my, look you look like you're torturing the one with my hand up behind his head um that one, yeah, yeah. That one was g- very gentle i really appreciated was that. it really yeah yeah how was the whole <laughs> shaving like how was the shaving process um it it's a little itchy and a little like it's weird because it, no, 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 as it was happening, I mean, I mean, as it was happening, that's what I mean. It, it, oh, okay. it itches because there's little hairs everywhere. It's getting in your eyes and sure. all that. And but it's weird, like when you take a big swipe, you can feel the cold on your skin just come in. It's, it's pretty uncomfortable. But it, but when Wesley pulled out that really aggressive one that gets really close, sure, um, that felt really good. That one feels erotic. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that on your balls? Oh man. I said I, I want to just like find a piece of my head to shave and just shave it over and over again, just so I can rub <laughs> that thing on my goddamn well, head. I felt that with the with the box trimmer there, it, it was envious because you look at them; they got the bald head and it's just going all over the yeah, place. Yeah. You're like, oh. Well, at that point, they both had the same look on their face. They're like, oh. <laughs> I, it, I thought man was going to splooge. Yeah, it almost put me to sleep. I mean, I was oh. like, this is so relaxed. Usually, it's a diabetic coma to put them to, to sleep. <laughs> so, I mean, like, what, what was? I know that I don't want to rush through this, but I know you have a time limit. Where you, you have a tendency to where if the spotlight's not on you, you, you like you some attention. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Okay. When did you decide I'm going to offer up my head to be shaved and I'm going to insert myself into this scenario? <laughs> and then after that, when did you realize that it had backfired on you? Well, I th- did, did somebody say who's next or, or something like that I don't, at some I don't point? Know. I have no idea. Who's doing the show? Uh, so somebody, I think, in the crowd said, who's next? And I, I knew nobody, nobody was going to step forward. But All I right. also... Well, you are a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I also... I didn't really think it would happen. I don't know why. Um, because you were only you you knew Monk was very adverse to losing an eyebrow. Yes, I think that's why it was a a false promise. I think a false offer. Yeah, straw man. And then um and then when you yelled, I'm taking take it off. Get over here, Wesley. <laughs> well, at first I think the clarification. Well, do you have that moment? I do. I, yeah, I was so hammered. I can't remember the order of things. <laughs> the one part that I wanted Tor to pull is this is uh, if you guys didn't watch the hoot, it is available by the way for Facebook supporters. Uh, just go to facebookcom Show. There's a subscriber hub. By the way, we hit our goal, so I'm going to be giving away a very cool prize this week awesome. in our little supporter chat. We had a bunch of people jump on this weekend. I think because they want to watch the fucking hoot nanny. It's like an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes long. It's up there now. If you want to watch it, it's also available if you're a subscriber. You can listen to it as well um but i had um this was the one part i knew i wanted tour to pull to give us the context because i don't remember i had this said to me a lot monk a lot of people said it happened so fast in between when the the decision was made to take the eyebrow to take the eyebrow and then start shaving ant-man down and that was like all and that was moments after monk was done yeah. with his transformation it was fast and these were these were serious uh, implications you they guys certainly had, were. should have considered but well they were very alcohol fueled yeah, at yes. the time <laughs> very i did not consider the the as my weekend would then unfold i did not consider the ramifications uh what have you pulled here young tour yeah i got a lot happening in this one minute clip okay it, it's a one minute clip yeah all right uh where are we starting at this we're starting right at the genesis of one eyebrow when okay. that's mentioned and then wit Fucking rolls. But we got the part where it comes up, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Thank All right. God. All right, go ahead. One eyebrow? Yeah. One eyebrow for Ant-Man to go bald, too. 
he, I gotta see Ant Man bald. He can't be worse than you. How much I money? Can't, I can't do. I can't do the. I have to go to in, in public. Like, All right, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, what, what money would it take for what you? What do you do need? It? Cause what do you I gotta see him bald. What do you want? <laughs> I, no, I'll no, put five. I, I gotta can't see do him, it. Monk, I, I gotta see it. Monk, three stripes. How about three stripes. Will you do it if I give up an eyebrow? Done. Do it. Bring it over. Oh wow! My God. Wait, wait. So, all right. So, shoot, lose an eyebrow. Ant Man goes bald. Bald right now. Bet. Let's right fucking over, get right it over, going. Right Here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Swipe. Oh my god. All right. So, shoot. <laughs> For future notice, it would be good if you guys narrated a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really weird. It looks funny. <laughs> I mean, I wish you would have kept a little bit afterwards, too, but it uh, gives you a, a very good indication of how quickly that went down. Um, at that point, hey, man, I knew you were upset because I, you kn I think you were betting on that there's no way Monk was going to do it. I, I knew Monk wouldn't do it. I, I knew a, a million times over Monk was never going to say a full eyebrow. And then... <laughs> I, I never crossed my mind that you would volunteer because I didn't think you would do it either. You did and then agree once, to it, though. Yeah, and once you said you were doing it, I was like, well, I, if he's going to do that, yeah, I, can't I can't back down now because my hair will grow way faster Can than you that imagine eyebrow? what an asshole you would have looked like oh, if they shaved the eyebrow? You're like, I ain't doing it. I'm too pretty. <laughs> and I think I jumped right in the chair. I can't really remember. but <laughs> Well, what I figured out over the weekend is that Ant-Man, unbeknownst to us, and, and Tor, I believe you alleged he's not allowed to drink beer anymore. Yeah, I didn't want to have to say that, but yeah. I did. <laughs> um, he switched to gin, which is a terrible idea. Um, and he was hauling around this little bottle of, uh, I'm assuming he just saw what Neil drank, and now he's hauling that around with him. So he's just pouring himself glasses of gin, and I'm like, what? what is this? He's fucking blackout drunk by this point, like staggering around, blind, stinking drunk. You realize if you just were drinking Miller Lights, you probably would still have hair. Yeah. 100% chance I would still have, I would have kept my mouth shut and stayed in the back. Um, I got a very interesting text from you concerning uh, one Kathy's reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was not good. So uh, so I get home probably like 1230 uh, Friday evening. Um, and when I pull in the driveway. Your Uber pulled in the driveway. Yeah. Just, yeah my you Uber definitely didn't drive home. That'd be really irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Uber dropped me off in the driveway. The lights in the living room were on, and oh, I was that, like... That's never good, by the way. Oh, my God. Did you have a hat with you? I had my Yankees hat, but it is so loose on my head right now because there's no hair under there. Well, also, you had a f giant... Like, tour, you have giant fucking bunt cake hair. Yes. All right. You had your fishing hat. <laughs> yeah. It, it well, also, it's a, it's a oh, fucking yeah, yeah, mesh that's right. bag. It was yeah. a fishing hat, and it was mesh. You can see right through the back of that thing. So I walk through the house, and I try to just go upstairs... And I just hear, what did you do to your head? <laughs> and I go, what? Nosy ass Kathy. <laughs> I go, what? And I kind of peek around the corner right. trying to just keep my face <laughs> Right, forward. right. It's your weird face. And she goes, did you shave your head? Right. Oh, my God. What? Like, starts panicking. Sure. Like, I'm pretty sure she was, like, tearing up. Right, right. <clears throat> and I'm like, it's all right. My hair will grow back. I'm drunk. I need to go to bed. And, uh. I stumble up the stairs, and then... Um, you didn't even tell her what happened? No, because I, I saw that she was upset, so I just wanted to get... I didn't want to be in front of her anymore. <laughs>
Ahoy, Coconut Commandos! Pleasure Island's own Gigantor here to let you know that Ponytails and Cocktails have a brand new album out called Traditional Maritime Music. Their third album features the smash hit All Request Saturday Night and their brand new single Ballad of a Bullshitter. Pick up a hard copy today on CommonwealthDryGoods.com or stop by Commonwealth Dry Goods in Fairfax. Ponytails and Cocktails are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at Ponytails Music. The biggest variable in my life is whether or not you're upset with me or a homeless person is having diarrhea in this building. Like, those are the two biggest problems that I have in my life, which is pretty good, if you think about it. Well, we're only one for two today. One for two. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to figure out which one it is. <laughs> Shit. I hope there's a big pile of diarrhea in the fucking toilet downstairs. Look, oh, God, I look like a chipmunk exploded. In so that. Do you think it's him or do you think? That's the thing. I... Did you smell? I, it didn't. It wasn't as. See, I don't think it's him. I think. Yeah. I think. So there's a lawyer's office that okay. There's a homeless guy that lives across the street from where we are, yeah. and, and I'm sympathetic. I mean, he's fucking. He's an old man. He's by himself. I feel bad for him. But he, but he, but we've talked about this guy. He smells like death. Like yeah. you, you, you know, we, you'd feel like a, 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 a like a a Lakota tracker. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, I could follow this deer. It's been injured this way. You could follow this guy over Fairfax just by his smell. That's how bad he smells. Um, and we've caught him coming in and out of the bathrooms. And I actually dispatched an email to the owner. They fixed all the locks. The, the bathrooms are all locked here now. So unless this motherfucker has figured out how to use a key. So it has to be somebody that has a key. And what I think is going on, Tor, is there's a, a lawyer office downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I don't know much about him. And I don't mean any disp anything disparaging. And as much as I love being here, I got to feel like if you're a lawyer and you're in this building... You're not exactly Johnny Cochran. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not exactly fucking a Kardashian. You don't really have your glass office on, on the 18th I don't floor. know. I don't know how it works. It's possible. I'm mistaken. But it, it would seem to me that if you're in this building, like, there's a reason why we're in this building. You know, mm -hmm. we, we can afford it. Um, I think it's people that come to that lawyer are probably in a bad spot. They're probably nervous. And maybe there are some financial concerns, so I think that they go over there and they have nervous shits, is what I think is going on, and they leave a big pile. Because if it's a homeless guy, the whole bathroom is going to smell like homeless guy. Right. If it's just a disgusting pile of shit, we had that at the radio station all the time, because there were just savages working there, and they're nervous about losing their jobs, so they just leave disgusting piles of shit in the toilet constantly well it smelled but it did not smell as bad as that night when i saw him coming right out right. and you could smell it through the door i didn't smell it through the door today so that that leaves me to believe it might not have been him well the day that we bump into him the the hallway the hallway yeah not just the toilet smelled for hours right it, but it, it's it, the urinal wasn't flushed toilet wasn't flushed looked like a bomb went off in the toilet That's I, I don't i don't know what I don't know what you have to eat to do that. Because I, I think we I've got seen a, bad diarrhea. I've had it. Do you think we could covertly set up like um, like we have one of these little cams up in the studio here to monitor the door? I mean, we can't set one up in the bathroom. I know that. Uh huh. But we could set one up outside the bathroom, and I guarantee, looking at it, we could be like, "Well, it's that guy." You know, we could at least narrow it down for has the homeless guy been in there, or is it one of these motherfuckers? You know, doing business downstairs. It was enough. Or I just, I, I'm like. Shoot, you, I, I had to text you. Yeah, you and I do appreciate the heads up. You can't go into that second floor. Well, usually I don't shit before the show, uh, which I don't know if it's your policy. I think, <laughs> I think yeah. your policy is a little more lackadaisical. A little half. It depends on if I do it at the house beforehand. Today, okay. I, today I was I, I coming off the night shift. I said, all right, let's get out the door. Straight let's, here. Let's uh, get after uh, it. If I got to do it when I get here, I got to do it. knew halfway through the drive I was going to have to. but <laughs> <laughs> Did you go all the way downstairs? I, I went to the second floor, said, 
oh, good riddance to you. So I'm not flushing this fucking. Oh, I know what you said to those guys. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Time to that offensive you. Ten out of fucking you. That's what Tor's saying as he's unbuckling his pants. I'm fucking, I'm getting the, my eyes woken up. I'm trying to, you know, get ready for the, the day. I walk into this, the, just a, an acrid cloud. The fucking World War One trenches. And I, I couldn't, I'm like. How is this day starting like a this? A wave of Agent Orange <laughs> smacks you right in the face. I went down to the basement. It's the only reliable thing in this building. That basement. Bathroom. I guess people are either. I think people might be a scared of the basement or uh-huh. be unaware that there is the one seater down there. Because I've, I've, there's been an issue or two when I've been in there, but never a full cataclysmic fucking day ender when it comes to that turlet. The only thing I don't like about that turlet is I. I, I did not realize how accustomed I have become to the elongated bowl. Yeah. And this has the the shortest fucking bowl. And I'm not like, I'm overweight, but I'm not, like, I don't have a big dick and I'm not a huge guy. I have to fucking, like, kind of take a moment to figure out, all right, to get my asshole and my dick, this is gross. Yeah, to yeah. get my asshole and my dick into the bowl, I've got to adjust a little bit. You got to make the move. You got to, you got to do. Oh, I. How do you use that toilet downstairs? Down there? I got to see it. I got to do... This is going to be gross. Could I come in there and actually... like You don't have to actually use the toilet, but I need to see you sit on it and see how you actually operate that thing. I have to... Because I get the... You know those little fucking circus elephants that rock back and forth out in front of a drugstore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really get a you riding one of those vibe. No, it's... it's it's. It's about as tight as the space that we can get down there uh, on the tiny little uh, elementary school toilet. I, mean, uh, I can't even but, imagine you getting into that room. It's a tiny room in there. Yeah, but it's a one-seater, and I'll do anything for a one-seater. I almost like it better small if it's a one-seater, because I kind of feel like I'm enclosed, uh, and yeah. I'll see what's coming. Uh, we got a good lock on that door, oh, too. Oh, yeah. It's the turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it's got that one. little vacant occupado on the outside of it. But I have to do I do the, um, the pre-spread, where I just know, all right, so this is where the hole is. I'm... I got a pre-spread. Yeah, the pre-spread. Oh God, you mean your butt cheeks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pre-spread. Tor just stood up and spread his butt cheeks in the studio. It's the only way I could. It's disgusting. Open to the show. I know. I told you it was gonna be gross. I got to do the pre-spread and I got to position to get everything where it needs to be. You please promise me you're never gonna say pre-spread to anybody but me. I mean, if you're, can you imagine if you're on a date and the word (laughs) pre-spread comes up? I've never said it before, ever. You grab the, you grab your haunches. Yeah, yeah, and you want to because if you don't, then the, if they're even slightly closed, you're gonna the spray. Yeah, so you open up the butt cheeks and then you sit down. Right. What do you do about the micro penis? I that that I gotta just go. I gotta kind of you know get it going down inside the lid. I have to do that too. I don't. I'm not a gifted in that matter, but I have to at least push the whole thing down because right. if not, you know, you ever done the bit where your micro penis sprays piss out of the crack in between the fucking seat and the toilet? <laughs> like, oh, now I got to do this now. I did that bit in my house once. I had to piss real bad. I didn't even know I was doing it. And I sat down. I was like, oh, it feels so good. And then the back of my calf started getting warm. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst. I, I've never been so embarrassed because literally, Tor, <laughs> if I had a longer penis, it wouldn't have happened because the penis would be pointed down, not it would out. Just, it would just be hanging right down there. Oh. It, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a problem. Or if I was thinner because the fatter you get, the more your penis just sticks straight out until I guess it does what Jester's does and it's just engulfed by the, oh. the technodrome that you're carrying around with you every day. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. 
So anyway, grimy. Steve calls me after the episode <clears throat> from the Pie Tasters, and he sings the entire Hootenanny song. Just I assume in his car on the way home. Uh huh. And it sounded really cool. Like it sounded. Um, I want to say I think he was trying to be funny, but it was haunting. Like it was a haunting version of the song. Um. And I liked it a lot. Like, I don't know if I even responded to him, but I was like, this is really cool. And I don't know what to do with it. So then I I forwarded it to Grimy and I said, Grimy, I'm, this to me sounds like a uh, Timberland era Bubba Sparks song is what this sounds like to me. I was like a little banjo in the background, like a little fucking kind of almost uh, rural hip hop type of deal. But like I, I feel like there's a drop somewhere in there. You know, I don't know anything about that type of music. Mm -hmm. I'm like there should be a big drop, and then it should really kick in. Grandpa's like, "Yo, be a guy, you dog for real. Like you don't even gotta worry about it. Like I was fucking this Ethiopian chick behind Dallas Airport the other day. I got me closing the door. Doggy in here eating poblano pepper poppers. There's all these skis that's out here. Yo, we wrote this song for y'all in East Carolina. Drop that beat. So he said all that to me, and. uh <laughs> Yo, dog, like, I don't think I'm in the space to get into the lab out there anymore. So if you could tell Chad, it's going to have to wait till St. Patty's Day event. Um, they're very same, similar to the movie in, uh, yeah. in Grimy is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of time went by. And then uh, I, I just gave up on it because, you know, I just gave up on things. And out of nowhere, Grimy sends me a uh, a Facebook message, and he sends me, he goes, hey, dog, look, I've been working on this shit, like, for real, you don't even know, like, my, my new, I got a new Eritrean crew, and we're going to be, like, the most gangster-ass rappers in Falls Church. And I'm like, all right, man. So he sends over a version of the song, and uh, I like the first part, and I think I said, yeah, Grimy, I think there needs to be a little bit more going on with the second part. Dog, I got you. I appreciate the feedback, like, for real, though. And I'm like, okay. Um... He then sends over this version of the song, which is, um, again, I love the first part, but nearly identical to the original that he sent me. And what I figure we can do is you are more trained to this type of music and the audience can then hear it. I think there's real potential here. Like, I think this could be a fucking song if he gets it right. that would be in heavy rotation on the show because it's Steve singing it. It's the Hootenanny song that I originally penned. Uh, the lyrics, anyway, that I originally penned. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of catchy. Like, he's got a nice little kind of... I don't know. If, you know what I'm talking about? Timberland, Bubba Sparks era? I, I get it. When I listened to it, I, I, I understood. Very country-infused. Like, he went through kind of a period where he was making all of the songs, and it was... Uh, you know, if you listen to Dirty or... But you listen to that Deliverance album, basically, is what I'm talking about. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And uh, that's, that's what I was looking for. And he kind of does a good job in the first part of encapsulating that. But it needs some work at the end. So I figure we listen to it here on the show. And then, uh, you know, who knows? He's come this far. Maybe Grimey can put the furnishing touches on it for us. Well, hopefully he can. Like, I think I can. <laughs> but if Mildred won't let me have the supposals that I have in the refrigerator, dog, I might have to fight Cineblock Head. All right, so let's... um. <laughs> Let's go ahead and listen to this. This is a, a hoot nanny theme sung by Steve Pie Taster and produced by, is it DJ Grimy? Is that his name? I think so, yeah. DJ Grimy from uh, Pensacola, Pinellas Park, Florida. <laughs>
Chad Duke Show. This part's amazing. This bumps like really hard. I think he gives up right around here. Yeah, he puts the EQ on. This is where he gives up. I think he needs to, what I think, like this could be the part where you're fading it out at the end for like 10 seconds. Right. But I think it needs to hit even harder and like be like a whole fucking like weirdo dubstep thing and then ratchet it back down. Well, normally this, what Grimey sent in is like two minutes and 20 seconds. Right. The normal Hootenanny themes are about a minute to 90 seconds. So it's not something that you really need to stretch out. It's supposed to be a little... You know, a fun bite of song and a different theme for the hoot theme, which okay. which I, I think I think it just might be a hair too uh, too long. Um, yeah, I think he might uh, I think he might fucking be onto something because I you you agree that one part is fucking ridiculous. Yes, it's, it's, it's you're like okay. Oh. What is that? Sorry, that's his tagline. Oh, you put a little tag on it. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Um. <laughs> But the, the the intro, I didn't even know that was Steve the first time I heard it, by the way, when he was... When I know, it sounds great, though, doesn't it's, it? I'm like, wow, this is unique. Well, the, it, it sounds, it doesn't, I, and that's why I kept saying he's a real singer, is like, it doesn't sound like him. Right. It, like, his voice doesn't sound like the way he sounds in here. Speaking, whereas when I'm singing, it just sounds like my dumb voice when I'm talking into a fucking microphone. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's cool, and I think there's some bones there. I think we could definitely get something done with that. And I appreciate, you know grimy taking a shot at it but uh it builds up perfectly for about a minute although it drops in one part in the beginning there that i didn't really yeah. understand it goes he should right, take that out yeah so it's all right here's the the lead chorus of it drop at, at like 10 seconds again of the lead chorus and then the drop I, I don't know the first 45 seconds are money though. i also think he can layer up the vocals a little bit and then maybe also at some point speed them up it's easy for me to say all this shit like he's got to do all of it but right I think if it, it built like it drops and then and then it does that thing that it does in the clubs where the kids go the nuts. Yeah, I think that's what we need to do there. Hopefully I take those notes. Grimy. It's unique. Write, it was, write those notes down. It was a one of one hoot th theme, though. I like I'll it. Give him, I'll give him that. It's a it's I think that if he uh, I think that if he if he does a little bit more to it, it'll be uh, something that goes into heavy rotation. Um, and this is the the second part is the tour song. That you're claiming I've already heard, and that we turned down. It we didn't turn it down, but the the song is. Tour, I want to turn it up. The Cold Soldier. Um, so this was obviously released after the the initial. The uh, Cold Soldier incident is what we call it. Yeah. Where you thought it was Captain America, the Cold Soldier. I believe that was March of last year. So almost a year to date, right. around then. Um, but 
it's not that we rejected it. It's just we didn't know what we would use it for. Right. So that's that's kind of what we have, but I have it here. So This is just a jingle he did then, technically. Kind of. It's a minute and 30 seconds. Okay. So it, kind of a song. Well, let's hear it. All right. This is about you. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tor, hit the music. I just say baby. Tor, hit the music. I'm wearing my going out sweats. All right, Tor, for God's sakes, we sound like idiots. Hit the music. I'm king of the world. Jesus, Tor, where's the music? I could have gotten at least one patch. Tor, crank the music now. Put a girl on my arm. I was laying on the I was being charming. All right, Tor, hit the music if you have a micro penis. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Grimy? Uh, fucking goddamn, that's funny. <laughs> I have notes. It's cold, soldier. <laughs> uh, the only thing, Grimy, I'd like for you to raise the vocals that, a little yeah. bit so you can hear all of the uh, the shtick. Because the music is kind of, he's a musical guy, so he probably wants to focus on the music, but you need to focus on the clips. Yeah, the drops, you obviously pulled. You pulled from, some great drops. I mean, that was from, I think, the St. Patrick's Day disaster. Oh, God, disaster. that's fucking funny. The, the original, yeah. A lot of really classic <laughs> Why is Chad Duke show drops. <laughs> I guess he pulled through it. I guess it was a big week of tour baby girling content. Oh, God, that makes me so happy. But uh, I'd like to hear the clips a little better. I would love to hear the clips a little better. I'd like to hear all of it. I want. I want more. I want more of that. Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy, or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids, make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. Just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music for the official link to your new favorite playlist.
another one. I owe you for this one, Grimy. Where it could even fucking like that, just start fucking crushing right there. It's great though, isn't it? Every time I hear it, yeah. it gets better. Yeah, very haunting. There's a very haunting video on all of our social media if you'd like to check it out. Hoot nanny tonight, friendos. If you're listening on Friday, March 4th. Can I tell you a funny story, Jackie Antor? Sure. Uh, Steve from the Pie Tasters, uh, lead singer of the Pie Tasters, who of course did the theme song to uh, the Chad Duke show, uh, also did uh, the vocals for this song. So he texts me last night, and he's like, hey man, that new Hoot song is fucking slaps. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I was, I'm glad you heard it. So then like an hour goes by, uh, and my phone goes off, I'm doing my stream, and it's, uh, it's Steve. And uh, I don't answer because I'm on the stream. And he texts me immediately, goes, dude. Is that my voice on the song? <laughs> and I said, yeah, dude. What are you talking about? I was like, so you were just going to tell me you like the song even though you didn't know you were on it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Oh, there it is. I got to put my little tag in and make sure me, me, me. Grammy, I'm going to fucking plug you, bro. I mean, you think I'm not going to give you credit? Jesus Christ. By the way, keep making songs for us, clown. All he's done is said he makes music. Like, fucking, we'll play the songs you make. Jesus. I like this song. It's great. I want him to tweak it, though. I mean, we can keep this one the way that it is, but I want him to turn it into a fucking hard charger also. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steve, I had no idea that was him. And I, I, I know that he was drunk when he sent me the original audio of him singing, but still, I would assume he would recognize his own goddamn voice. I, uh, <laughs> maybe if you just have, like... Great vocal range, and you can do different shit with your voice. Uh, yeah. You can't recognize it sometimes. I don't know. It, it, I don't think he meant it to be as creepy as it is. I think he was trying to be funny, but like I, uh, the 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 way that I heard it always was was haunting like that. So uh, yeah, if you want to check out uh, Grimy's music, I think it's DJ Grimy on. Uh, he's on all of them, right? The fucking title. He's on title. Apple Music. All that's too many of those. Is Title Dre's music service? Uh, no, it was which one's Kanye's? Dre's? Kanye owns Title. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Kanye. I thought Dr. Dre was affiliated with one of them. I, th I thought Beats was affiliated with one of them. Is there one for Beats? I'll look that up right now. Man, there's so fucking many. They all start as like a pay service and they go to free. I don't think I don't think about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that was fucking. That was great. It's a great week of shows. Uh, really proud of that week of shows. So um, look, man, I get it. You got to be uh, judicious with what you're paying for. Everybody's got a million subscription services. But what we like to do is cancel something. Disney Plus sucks. I'm going to be honest with you. Peacock stinks. Uh, I like the Peacock Network for uh, the uh, Paramount Network for entertainment. Like, I love the shows. Don't work too well. To be honest with you, the interface kind of stinks. Never heard one person say, oh, the HBO Max app is working perfectly. No, it's, it sucks. I, I love HBO Max, but the app is horrible. Um... Subscribe to the Chad Duke Show. Cancel something. Cancel Sirius. Cancel some dumb shit that you have, and then uh, come on over. You get the whole back catalog. It's, uh, I mean, how many hours of content now, Tor, do you think are up there if oh, people God. sign up right now? I don't know. We've, we're have we over 300. Yeah. We've, we've far surpassed 300 oh, shows. Oh, I wouldn't even. 
I think we're way past that with all the bonus shows. Yeah. I also think that uh, I need to reinforce, you can cancel whenever you want. I don't do that bit where you lock in or it's it's just fucking whenever you want to turn the shit off, you can turn it off. I get it. Times are tight. Gas is about to be five fucking dollars a gallon. I understand. But uh, I do think the show is worth it. And I think you would uh, enjoy it every single day. Very cool. Uh, anything else to our hoot tonight? People can check that out. Oh, I'm working at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Saturday. Old Town Fairfax. If you'd like to slide on by, say hi, support the shop. We got a bunch of great snacks, sodas. We got those new Liquid Death uh, flavored bubbly waters in. Fucking dope. And then the tall boy cans. Love that shit. Anything else? Uh, else? I guess, you know, would also thank Matthew, uh, M.W. Burke for coming back on this week. 100%. Yeah. we pre- Thank you to our sponsors. Joe Azer, of course, Monk's Barbecue, and uh, M.W. Burke came back on this week. So big ups to them. Do you want to thank your guy, John, from John and Amanda? Yeah, he's a stud. <laughs> um, he's uh, currently helping me out. Yeah. Well, it's been... Six or seven or eight months. And by the way, he's transitioned from car to car with you from with helping you out. The crazy thing with this, everybody that's worked on this car, they keep on saying, it's a, that's a real good car. Oh, really? And I keep on saying, I, maybe it will be one day. Yeah. John, by the way, Tor, I don't want to, I'm not hating on you. John, you can say no. I know this, this boy takes advantage of you. If you need to, say no. I felt so terrible when he came up and said, he came up and said, "Did you invite me to the Hootenanny because you need something?" And I was like, and, 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 "No, dude. We just we think you're a cool guy." And then you did need something. You did fucking need something from him. God, we look like horses' asses. Yeah, it's. it's what do you mean, wow? <laughs> John's a good dude. What are you know. taking him for monks? Oh, I do need to do that. What are we doing that dinner? Steamed Oof. up. What are we doing? The tour set. Are you tour still gives on it? Back. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm still on it. Of course I'm still on it. Who do more for you than me? Would you know John and Amanda if it wasn't for Dukes? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Come on. Who do more for you than me? Would you know Charles Hall if it wasn't for Dukes? I wouldn't. No. All the people that are on the list? Come on, man. I'm the gatekeeper. You're the key master. Now we gotta fuck and bring Gozer into this world. Ah. Alright, you let me know. Tor gives back. That's the name of it. I also think Sam Harbaugh should be able to come because he invited me to Food Fighters. But no hot man dead. He didn't invite me to the Caps game. <laughs> I. It's going to be a G. By the time we get out of this, you're going to have to do a G after everybody's fucking meal at Mugs Barbecue. I get steamed up for Tor Gives Back. All right, guys. Uh, social media at Chad Duke Show on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. Not Twitter. What is it? Facebook. Hoot Nanny tonight, 7 p.m. Hopefully we see you there. It is free. Tor, thank you for a great week of shows, brother man, brother man. Yeah, thanks for all the uh, the time that we've spent up here. I've seen you more than I've seen my wife this week. <laughs> I'm sure you're happy about that. All right, friendos, thank you again for the support. We'll see you at the Hoot. The good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to that and fence if you. Ten out to fucking you. Yeah.